Hello, hello. Welcome tonight. We want to welcome you online. We thank God for you for tuning in tonight. We just concluded our series on the Spirit Life Course. And tonight we're going to prepare for understanding um, the gifts, learning how to operate properly in the gifts of the Spirit. And so we're going to set a foundation tonight. And um, I'm going to talk tonight on the beginning stages of starting in spiritual gifts, because there's a beginning stage of starting in spiritual gifts. And, and we're going to talk about the spirit of discernment, okay? The spirit of discernment, okay? Without the spirit of discernment, trying to navigate gifts uh, will, will help you fall into great trouble. <laughs> because if you don't know, have uh, the prerequisites that govern discernment, it's easy to fall in to illegal authority and and we want to make sure that we understand how to navigate um the gifts properly as we become who we are called to be in christ okay um and so we have to understand that god calls us to to live and to operate in our gifts functionally okay we want to know how to functionally operate in our gifts okay but but uh, without the prerequisites that govern the spirit that keeps us in control of operation, okay? Uh, there, there's laws when you ride on the highway. You don't just ride any kind of way you want to. So there's laws that govern what we do freely. Uh, we got different kinds of cars, and cars do all kinds of different things. Um, same as gifts. Gifts do all kinds of different things, but you need laws that govern them. And so... I want to help us to understand how to navigate through spiritual gifts properly. And how we start by understanding spiritual gifts is navigating through the and understanding the spirit of discernment. The spirit of discernment. And this is right up my alleyway because I believe that's one of my greatest gifts is the spirit of discernment. I can discern devils in everything. <laughs> that don't mean I call everything a devil. <laughs> Hallelujah. I want you to go to uh, Hebrews 5 real quick. Hebrews 5, and we're going to read verse 12 through 14. Have y'all been blessed by the spirit class? Amen. Uh, the goal is for us to really learn how to live the life that we have called are called to live as Christians. Uh, Jesus said, walk by the spirit, walk by the spirit, not don't walk according to the flesh, but walk by the spirit. And so our objective and our priority is always to stay close to the spirit. Hebrews 5.12, I'm going to set a basis just for where we're going tonight. And I'm actually going to run through swiftly the base because I want to get to the content. But I'm going to run swiftly through the base because this is the base that will help you understand how to navigate. Before you get to spiritual gifts, you need to understand these elements, okay? Hebrews 5.12, for though by this time you ought to be teachers, you need someone again, someone, excuse me, to teach you again the what principles? The first principles of the oracles of God. 
you have uh, and you have come to need milk and not solid food for everyone who partakes only in milk is unskilled in the word of righteousness is unskilled in the word of what word of righteousness okay so there's there's something about being unskilled in the word of righteousness the word of righteousness okay he is a babe for solid food belongs to those who are what full age that is those who by reason of use have their ex their senses excuse me exercise to discern both good and evil so there's an exercise of discernment by the spirit which means as christians we got to learn how to continually as we learn through the spirit life class to continue to exercise your spirit you growing you learning you coming you 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 continually allowing the word to work in you is a a, 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 a proper way to allow God to start working in you and you getting familiar with the God in you. you got to learn how to be familiar with the God in you. Say that with me. I got to. I, I need to change my lingo. Not got to. I have to. I, I, I have to learn how to get familiar with the Holy Ghost in me. And if I haven't been getting familiar with the Holy Spirit in me, my Christian life will never grow to the extent that it needs to grow. It will stay bland. It will stay uh, 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 on a level that you can never interpret heights and, 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 and arenas in God. So you've got to get familiar to exercise the Holy Spirit in you. Somebody say, I have a Holy Spirit in me. If you're saved, you got a Holy Spirit in you and you got to learn to exercise that spirit. Just like you go to the gym and exercise. And if you don't exercise, you know what that looks like. I definitely know what that looks like. Hallelujah. But you want to exercise. And, 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 and people who exercise have an exercise language. I'm, I'm trying to learn that language. <laughs> but they make you feel some kind of way because they, you know, because they got it. And they're consistent. And they understand without consistencies, the impact that they gain can be lost. When you're walking with the spirit, if you don't learn consistency, the impact that you gain can be what? Lost. So you want to continue to keep that muscle being exercised and building it. And how we build it, he says, those who, 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 who are, are unskilled, they're unskilled in the word of righteousness. So we're talking about the gift of discernment tonight. We're moving on from the life, the spirit life class, and we're moving on to spiritual gifts. But be, before we can talk about anything in spiritual gifts, you got to understand the spirit of discernment. Discernment will navigate the rest of those gifts. Discernment will help you navigate the rest of the gifts. And so when we're talking about discernment, you, you got to, number one, learn the exercising of the spirit. Can you say amen? Now. He said the first principles of the oracles of God. Now, God, when we're walking by the spirit, we're learning the voice of God internally. We're learning the voice of God internally. So God is not looking to speak to you outwardly before he speaks to you inwardly. Sometime a pastor or a preacher, how can they hear without a preacher? Good. The preacher is only there to provoke you to the inward man that you have. But you wouldn't have known about that until you heard the preacher. 
<laughs> because there's a divine order that governs your growth. So when you violate the order without the voice, even though you have all of God, you still don't get that part of God. Because you broke divine order. Does that make sense? So divine order matters when it comes to our growth. There are elements that matters when it comes to our growth. How can they hear without a preacher? Which means I can never touch a realm that uh, without someone who touched that realm bring me into that word of a realm. And when I'm brought into that word of a realm, this is actually not what I'm talking about tonight. I'm just giving you a basis. When I'm brought into that word of a realm, the Holy Spirit in me will now teach me the course to, to, so I can come into understanding that word. With all thy getting, I got it, get understanding. Understanding there's a processual to, to get understanding. So everything that God is taking you through right now is based on the word that you heard. But because, see, when you didn't, when you thought you had everything that you needed and you was hearing messages that were dried up, that didn't encourage you anymore, you came just to sleep in church, you didn't have anything to go through anymore. All right, y'all can stay with me just a little bit. So you didn't have anything to go through anymore. So you 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 was making it. But now you heard something new. God gives you a stretch and something to live towards you. So productivity and faith, God provokes you into the measure of the 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 call and the yoke and the burden as you hear and grow into more of who he is. Can you all say amen? All right. Now, let, let, let's get into this. No, now we understand. He said those. For everyone who partakes only in milk is unskilled in the word of righteousness, in the word of righteousness. He said babes are unskilled in the word of righteousness. OK, now let, let's jump real quick. We're going to jump through these real quick. So I want you to stay with me. Romans 1, 16 through 18. For I am not ashamed of the gospel, for it is the power of God to salvation to everyone who believes for the Jew first and for the Greek. For in the righteousness, in the righteousness, in the righteousness, in the what? In the righteousness of God is revealed from faith to faith. So when the, when when Paul just said those who are, are are still on milk are unskilled in the word of righteousness, and we just read that for in the righteousness of God is revealed faith to faith, which means you cannot grow out in faith outside of righteousness. What did I just show you? You cannot grow in faith outside of Righteousness, because Christ is righteousness. So if you're not learning who Christ is and growing into Christ, you're not growing. L let me help you out, church. Many people are not, inter they're entertained right now with different things and they think they're growing. But it's very dangerous, once again, to grow beyond the grace that God has given you. Because you can't grow in a grace that you don't have faith for. And you can't grow in faith that you don't understand righteousness for. Y'all hear what I'm saying? I cannot grow. And if I'm growing beyond my grace, I'm already in trouble because I should do nothing outside of the grace of God. And if I'm not growing in grace, I'm not growing in faith. And if I'm not growing in faith, I'm not growing in righteousness, understanding righteousness. Does that make sense? So righteousness is revealed from faith to faith. So the more that we see Jesus, the more we have faith, which reveals righteousness. Because he is right. He's our righteousness. That cross, it's not our righteousness, it's his righteousness. We righteous because of the cross. Are y'all hearing what I'm saying? 
So our righteousness is in Christ. You, you say, well, what's wrong with my growth level right now? I only grow to the extent of I understand righteousness, what Christ has done. Did Christ finish it all? Okay, but the reality of him finishing it all and me living him finishing it all are two different things. Because I can, I can say yes, but if I can meet a point in my life that yes don't come from that righteousness. Y'all catching me? When, when I'm not choosing him, I'm not choosing righteousness. So although I, 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 I say it, there's a processual that I have to grow through to believe it. Because it's easy to say, yeah, Jesus, until, until something show up and then some things change. Peter said, Jesus, I'll never deny you. Nobody's going to do anything to you. I'm with you. I cut ears off for you. Come on, you got a man that cut ears off for you, boy. I would. I don't know about you. My flesh be like that, brother. For me, that brother. That, that yeah, no. I got some goons with me, huh? That brother. Y'all better watch now. But Jesus would correct him. I tell you what, you about to, you because when the pressure comes, when the pressure cooks, you gonna actually deny me. You 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 you're saying it from a place where you haven't been pressure cooked yet. Which means every word. What did I just tell you? You got to go through the process of that word. So how God takes you through the process is through pressure. And he has to see that you can stand and know he's God. And at the end of your faith, the salvation of understanding comes. I'm saying a lot of interesting things, intricate things in that. Well, y'all hear what I'm saying? So when we're talking about. We're still talking about the spirit of discernment, but but I'm 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 establishing a foundation, okay? Because I want you to understand what the problem is here. All right. So for in the, the righteousness of God is revealed from faith to faith. All right. Verse 18 also says, real quick, for the wrath of God is revealed from heaven against all ungodliness and unrighteousness of men who suppress the truth in unrighteousness. Which means the truth is suppressed when we can say something. It shows that we don't understand righteousness when we can't live righteousness. Does that make sense? That, even the bad that we do was called. Christ is so good. Let, let me tell you something. Even the, This is why you should never hold yourself in condemnation. Christ is so good that he called you to point to the wrong to show that he's right. That's why the Bible even says, although we don't live by the law, the law is perfect. The law is good in this, your Bible says, that in a sense, it points to who is right. It should show us when we're wrong, but it should point to that because that's wrong. Thank you for showing me that's wrong, because if I don't been wrong, I'll just stay in wrong. But now that I know right, I can run to your righteousness and not my own. Are y'all getting that? That's why you never stay in your problem too long. Don't, don't put yourself in strength. Don't put yourself in the way where God's supposed to be. Can you say amen? All right. All right. Now let, let's get to the point here. Okay. Now we'll go to Romans 6, 6, 19 through 20. I know I just read two, two whole passages. 
I, I want y'all to mark that because I want you to study those. But but now let's go to the third one here. Romans 6, 19 through 20. I speak in human terms because of the weakness of your flesh. Now listen what he's saying here. For just as you presented your members as slaves to of uncleanliness and lawlessness leading to more lawlessness, so now present your members as slaves of righteousness for holiness. Present your members as slaves of righteousness for what? Which means when you don't perceive the righteousness of God, you do not allow the holiness to come. Without righteousness, you don't allow God to make you holy. You know why? Because you don't allow somebody to do something that you still use your own strength in. <laughs> in order for me to allow you to make me holy, I have to give myself into you. I have to stay on the potter's wheel and allow you to do what you want to do with me to make you to make me what you said that I am. But I don't allow anybody to do anything until I can trust them. So my trust into righteousness is the trust that I give into myself to you. Are y'all hearing what I'm saying? Before you trust, before you allow somebody to do anything to you, you got to trust them. So where I don't really have the trust of God, I, I can't, I, I don't allow that strength to develop me into holiness. Holiness is purity. If, if, I, if I want to put a dot to that, holiness is what? Purity. Holiness purifies you. But because you have the stature through righteousness, the, the purity comes because you learned, you've, you've stood the test of time to understand righteousness. Okay? You stood the test of time to understand righteousness. So when Jesus comes, in a time of testing and say, Who, whosoever will you choose today? And you say, well, I didn't choose you today. Well, it, it, it's very to, hard to, for him to bring purity where you're still choosing. So he's saying, listen, present your members as slaves of righteousness. Present your members as slaves of what? Right. I'm a, I'm a slave to who God is. When I'm going through, I got to see God. I, I, I'm going to make myself a slave to him. God, I'm going to stand in the gap, stand and know that you stand in the gap for me. So I'm a slave to your goodness. Even when I want to stand up, I'm going to be a slave to your goodness. Can you say amen? Of righteousness for what? Holiness. From when you were slave to sin, you were free in regards to righteousness. When you were slave to sin, you were free in regards to what? Which means you was not you you didn't understand the righteousness of God. You were free. So what did I just teach you all? The principles of faith. What did I just teach you? The principles of faith. 
You can't have faith without understanding the righteousness of God. So faith is not just this unction thing that we made out of church. Just believe. Just know you believe based on what you know about Jesus. You believe based on what you know about Jesus. Because you can't believe where you, you don't see him overcoming. You don't believe where you don't see his strength can take over uh, where your strength is keep, keep trying to make provision. God wants you to see that I want, I, I'm the one that wants to make the provision through my grace through you. Let, let me make the provision for you. Can you say amen? So we understand that it, it, it takes a righteousness, an understanding of the righteousness, right standing. This is why grace and peace is multiplied in the knowledge of the Lord Jesus Christ. I grow in grace and knowledge. If, I'm, if you're going to grow in life, you need to grow in grace. If you're going to grow in your Christianity, you, it, what it means is you're growing in grace. Grace is God's ability that uh, that that gives you the license. Grace is God's ability that gives you the what? You can't move without license. If, if you're moving outside of your license, you are going to have trouble. And I'm going to teach you why. Grace is God's abilities and license that helps you to navigate functionally through life and through all he called you to be. So you need grace. So, But, but, but Paul said grace and peace multiply, which means it advances through the knowledge of the Lord Jesus Christ. So we need knowledge of who Christ is. All right. Some of y'all looking like, let's get to the good stuff. Which means you don't have to come back here, right? All right, y'all mastery students, don't play with me. We got, all right, we got this. All right, all right. Hallelujah. Uh-huh. Just going back to the scripture when it says that when we were uh, slaves of sin, uh -huh. we were free regarding righteousness. Uh -huh. So does that mean we cannot expect an unsaved person to understand anything of the spirit or anything in regards to righteousness? Correct. Correct. But we. Right. Who are saved. Yep. Are not. Then we are held to the righteousness. Yes. Yep. Is that, Absolutely. OK. I just because sure now I that it's been revealed to you. Remember, it's not only the word is in you. There's a law now govern you. Because that liberty is leveraged by law. Yes. So you see, you see, that's why Jesus says, once you've tasted it, I can't go back to the cross because you knew it now. So once you've tasted it and you try to crucify me again, I can't go back because you know it now. So absolutely great, great, great highlight. This is why it's very dangerous to try to give babies beyond their threshold. We, we try to give them, you know, steak. <laughs> and God is saying, I just need them to know that, hey, I'm there for them. I, let me just be their shrimp. Don't put them in a pattern that they believe that they got to keep working out of themselves. They, they can't get it right. Stop making them think they can get it right. 
the majority of why there's so much holding back and people can say things out of their mouth. And I'm talking about even in the world, they'll give you scripture today because it's been that. That's why Jesus said, listen, be careful making the word of God to no effect. When the word of God becomes no effect, people say it loosely. Everybody even in the world can say it loosely. They'll quote scripture for you. Why? Because we made it to no effect. And the reality of it is until we learn to help people understand that that word is not something that you say that that that, that you just you, you, you just confess yourself. You, this is a real person. This is a real strength. This is a real grace that you you yield yourself to. OK, and so. We cannot train and disciple people into righteousness if we still telling them to get things right and God will accept. That's really what we do. We don't realize we do that, but but we say we make it like you do this and God would do this. And that's wrong. You, 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 you can't do this yet. You, you don't have the ability to do that yet. So actually, God has made provision for you to just believe. Just believe that that's I forget your funky rights. God already understand it. Yet you was a sinner that I died. So I made provision for your all I call for you. Just believe. That's a great provision. That means that I ain't, I don't have to try to figure it out. I don't have to, I can't even say no to my flesh without him. Yeah, all right. I'm saying something here. I can't even tell this flesh no without him. So how in the world are you going to tell me to go do this and go do that first? And do, it, it doesn't work like that. Number one, I just need to believe that he is. Can I, can, can you help me just believe that he is? And once I believe that he is and I can hear that you at least believe that he is, now we can start walking. Because now when I talk, the spirit is going to bear witness with your spirit that even though you're dealing with your flesh, but you have an understanding. So something is bearing witness with what you're saying, because the peace of God that you're hanging on to, it's enough to start bringing you through the processual that he's taking you through to get you to holiness. Y'all catching me? Listen, if we're going to really save a world, we got to change how we do things. We expect people to get it right because they've been to church. All right. If I had time, I can do a whole day on the things that we do wrong. And it's not hitting us over the head just to do that. It's just the, the fact that we don't realize we highlight self-strength. We don't know that we're highlighting self-strength. And make people high. When you highlight self-strength, you actually make people ashamed. You don't know you're doing that, but they know what you're going to say next time. And they actually going to go home and try what you said. And when they try, they come back and say, how did that work for you? And you say, they're going to say, oh, it was good. And it didn't work. Because the person who's given the information didn't know that they was the first example of God. So the, the people have to hold on to the God of you first, which means you are the testimony. You are. That's why the Bible says that the law is a tutor, which means you are a tutor. You hold their hand as a tutor to take to show them God. You bring them into your experience. 
See, the problem is we've excused ourselves from experiences with God. That's the problem. We want to use words where we're supposed to give experiences. And when you're using words without experience, now I want you to understand the adversary has taken over certain supernatural arenas. So experience is not new to this generation. <laughs> you, you want to do, so you, you, you better have something more than words. Are y'all hearing what I'm saying? The word is living and powerful, but you got to let that word work in you for it to be active. Because Jesus can be on your boat, but sleeping. Hallelujah. Y'all going to let me get to the spirit of discernment tonight. Are y'all hearing what I'm saying? So the word of righteousness. I went all around the mountain and ran around two rats just now. <laughs> To help you realize the word of righteousness is it's, it's essential to understanding the precepts that govern the beginning stages of a Christian life. Okay, you, you got to build them in a trust towards Christ, what Christ did, not not what they're doing and, and, and not give them too much beyond their ability to understand. It's Christ's strength. It's not your strength, sweetheart. It's Christ's strength. It's not your strength, son. It's Christ's strength. It's not yours. If we can stay right there, I promise you, if that was a discipleship in the beginning, it's Christ's strength and not your strength. We probably would have a lot more to, 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 to offer, but we don't have that in our mouth. It's still about what we do and how we look and, and, and don't do this. And, and you can't do that. They don't have the ability to not do it. They don't have the ability to not smoke. They don't have the ability to not drink. They got to learn the, the strength of Christ to not do it. That is pointing to the righteousness of God. If you point to the wrong, you're pointing to self-will. What you need to do is stop smoking. No, they don't stop smoking. No, they need to start learning Christ, and Christ will enable them to stop smoking. But if you say stop smoking before pointing to the smoke in Christ, they don't have enough to burn off that thing, that taste bud. That's what we're talking about. We, we, we don't understand the word of righteousness. And that's why I say these are babes. They don't know the word of righteousness because they're always pointing to the letter. Remember, the letter kills. You see, you, you got to know what he's talking about here. The letter kills. It kills. It kills. It kills. Why? Because without the spirit, it's dangerous. It's very dangerous. It is a dangerous. It's a dangerous tool. This is why we got to learn spirit life. You see, I, I'm not quick to, 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 to take people on to higher heights and stuff. And, and sometimes I get in trouble with it because I understand until you understand some prerequisites, you try to run up there, you're going to get in trouble. Because that letter will kill somebody if you don't know how to navigate it through the heart and the mind and the conscience of the spirit of God. And we're going to learn that more as I go on. Can y'all say amen? I mean, y'all getting something out of me. Any other highlights or questions uh, that, that anybody had a quick question on? That is what it's talking about in the word of righteousness. So anytime you want somebody to grow into anything, you need to learn what Christ has done for you, number one. You'll be activated in who he, who he is to you. 
And once you've done that, now allow the spirit of God to navigate, help you to discern and help them to see his strength. So they can stop relying on their own strength. It's not they get right and then God will accept. That is not the, that's not the good news. Is you believe and then start relying on that strength of God and he's going to help you walk through that. And then when you believe, God will break their hearts so they can come closer to him. Because once, once you believe and really see Christ, that's what there's a process in you start happening. The tomb opens. Oh, it's a literal tomb. I, I, I haven't taught on this. There's a, you, have, you have internal things that God made you with. That's how you perceive what you don't understand. There are things that are going on in, in your inner being. Can you say amen? All right. Yes, ma'am. Mm -hmm. I hear what you're saying. Sometimes the, the, the issue with that is the beginning steps are wrong. So the discipler, if you, if you, if whoever just kick-started this person off, number one, you got to understand, you have to stay with them. And you bring them in certain understandings pre-process, pre, through the process, pre-test. So, for example, I'll tell you already that God's going to bless you because you're committed to the process. And they're going to start seeing change in their life. But I'll also tell them, that watch out for this stumbling block. Watch out for this. You're going to feel this. You're going to sense this. When you're going to pray, you're going to, the devil going to mess with you like this. So now when they go, they're not, it's, oh, this is what he was talking about. So it's not something haphazard, but what you do as a discipler, you strengthen them with grace. How do I do that? That's why we got to be impacted and empowered. So our prayers now, Jesus said, Peter, I'm a, I pray for you that you don't, faith don't fail. So prayer works also strongly in those arenas because we pray for them that God get grace them through the process. But because you gave them knowledge of the process and with grace, they'll get through it. You know why? Because they see they, they start when you walking with them and they start seeing things happening for them. They also start seeing a future. Remember, Jesus overcame for the joy that was set before him. So overcoming comes more to do with what you see before you than with just the fight. I said something, and most Christians don't realize what I'm just saying. Most believers are still fighting the air because they don't see nothing before them, which means you got to see what Christ is doing. You're not, you're not just living a Christian life. No, you're going towards something. You're, you're, you're progressing towards something. But we think God just wants us to keep staying, staying to say, yes, salvation has a lot. There's a compact. There, it's compacted in salvation. Salvation is not just, just being saved. Salvation is a lifestyle. Salvation is encounter. Salvation is, 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 is coming into the things that God has prepared. That's salvation. Okay? So a lot of times we have to have enough influence to keep them inspired until they see him. But the problem is, we like to give them church jargon instead of life, real life content from the spirit. Okay. See, influence is what called them right. That's what called them right now, because they'll sit down on YouTube for two hours and listen to doctrine. 
You say, what doctrine? I didn't say a preacher. They listen to the world doctrine. So influence got them caught. They'll fight for it. They'll cheat for it. So what inspired them to stay, stay strong with this? There's doctrine. So God gives us doctrine. God gives us sight. God gives us hope. Yes. Uh, being able to discern that spirit. That means know it ahead of time, as Pastor was saying, to forewarn them to say, hey, these are the things that you are going to be up against. And so when they do come up against it, mm -hmm. they're like, oh, you know. And then you recognize that we, as um, disciples, say, hey, you know what? That's a spirit. This is what we were talking about. Yeah. This is a spirit of whatever they're dealing with. So and we have to realize that that God is trying to get us to a place where we can handle solid food. But solid food is for those who have exercised. Exercise. What do you say? Those who have exercised to discern what is good and what? Evil. To discern. Now, that we're going to get to that now. Yes, ma'am. Um, that's where he said you have to lead by example. So it's not only are you leading and tutoring them and having the discernment because you've been there, but you also have to have the wisdom because you've been there. But you as yourself are also a Christian walking that walk. So not only are you giving and teaching them the grace that you have, like he said, you can't operate outside of your grace. You are growing your grace and your faith at the same time. So your trials and tribulations might come at a different time than them. So them seeing you fighting and pushing towards getting through your trials and tribulations because you're trying to grow in your grace shows them, hey, I can do this. They've been where I've been. They're above me because they've been in this race longer than me, but I can get there. So now, even though they might not realize I'm looking towards what the end may be, I'm looking towards where you are. Because you see as a Christian who knows more, has more faith, has more knowledge of who God is, like he said, they're going towards you because you have in your mind, I'm on my way to what the end is going to be. And I'm going to run and get there. And now you're a shepherd, even though you may not be the pastor, you're a shepherd. And now you have sheep because you decided to be a disciple and teach them. Awesome. 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 Look like we're understanding righteousness. Hallelujah. Awesome. Now, y'all ready to get into discernment? Now, solid food belongs to those who are full age, who have exercised by reason, have uh, reason of use, have their senses exercised to discern good and evil. Write this down. The device you cannot discern Maybe the device you can be deceived by. The device you cannot discern is maybe the device you could be deceived by. And I want to help us to understand the danger of and interpreting the foul discernment. Interpreting the foul discernment. I want to start with the basis by the spirit just for a second. For us to understand what defiled discernment is. Number one, when Christians speak outside of their grace, proportion to their grace, if they speak pre 
in proportion to their grace, they can be using the uh, discernment out of alignment. Because they're using words, they're using interpretations that they have not went through the processual with the spirit through yet. So it's like babies trying to teach those who already been through the process of how this thing really works. Just because you master one level does not mean you master all levels. I'm going to say that again. Just because you master one level does not mean that's the same interpretation that you use for all levels. As you grow with God, you've got to grow in the grace for you to interpret those levels. This is what pastor is always talking about. When, when I know we all it's political, it's not political. Listen, you live in you you are part of a government. He said the just shall live by faith. So I don't have a justice system outside of my faith level. I'm going to say that again. I don't have a justice system outside of my faith level. So I don't care who you saw on TV and what they said, but they don't have a justice system outside of their faith level. And I don't, it can be a preacher, it can be a, that doesn't mean they have governmental extension of grace on that level. So they can be deceived, yes. They can be deceived, yes, when it comes to that. Now, when they talk about Christ and, and, and they can talk about Paul, Peter, all that, and they're right. But when they talk about government, they're wrong. Because they, they move beyond thinking that that same principle that works in the pulpit for that works same when they come in ascension and that, and it doesn't. It's totally different. This is why it takes apostolic movements, apostolic voices to come together and reason together so we can know what this thing's supposed to look like. And when we're leading the people, when we're leading the people, they have a direction in according to what God ordained from the beginning. But when you have people speaking out of governmental levels in them, they lead the people to believe stuff that's not true. And you make the people say things pre-understanding. So if you ask a person and they told you they go to and they seated under such and such and I'm not it's not a talk about we're not bashing people at all. I'm giving you and I want you to critically think about how God wants you to start having proper discernment. I don't care what church you go to, but if you, you're saying something, you need to understand what you're saying and why you're saying it. I don't even want you to get it just from me and run with it. I want you to, I always say, study to show yourself approved. Know why you're saying it, what you're saying, and why you're saying it. Because if you run after it and say, yeah, I, well, I this, and then somebody give you principle, and you can't, you don't have nothing to fight back, but you're fighting with your flesh now, you just found the foul discernment. When somebody has a mature and use and give you principle, so they're they're you having a conversation, and somebody you, you you're giving what you heard, and you believe, and you might can point to like one scripture or something like that, but they have a higher level of principle that govern what you're talking about, and they give that to you, and instead of submitting to the word at that point and saying, wait, let me. Okay, so what do you hold on? You got you own something. You justify in your level of discernment. And in that justification, you just tapped into defilement. 
because you didn't know that that person might have been trying to bring you a step further into understanding Christ because nobody in God is trying to point to themselves. Number one, it's not about who's right. See, at, at the end of the day, now who right? It's not about that. It's Christ is right. But Christ has an agenda. Christ has a will. But we act like when it comes to certain things in this world, it depends. <laughs> and it doesn't depend. Christ has an agenda and it's all in our word. So when we when men of God talk, they're not talking for their own agenda. They're, they're pointing to something. OK, this is why maturity, even though it's really great to know things, it's really hard to know things, because when you see people make their bed and, 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 and they, they make their mess and know they're going to fall in it and you love them, you got to see them fall in it because they don't have an ear to hear yet. So we only know the, the, the exciting part about growth. We don't know why Jesus, God said, I, 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 see, I, I got to teach you how to keep your heart. Because you're going to have to learn how to hold somebody's hand and watch them make a mistake, excuse me, make them make a big pile to mess up and, they, and, and watch them slip in it. And you got to hold posture because they'll come around the corner and then they'll realize. And, and I don't want to see pride. I don't want to hear I know. See, I told you so. I don't want none of that. Y'all, all right. I, see, these are things that we live consistently. Because the word of God stands. See, when I say, the, when you got the word of God, the word of God stands the test of time. It's only you by your flesh don't know you speaking. You don't know you're talking against the word of God. So I'm going to stand and know he's God. But you're thinking, you, you're thinking you're talking to a person. There's a person, Ananias and Safari thought they were talking to a person. No. <laughs> All right, that's too much tonight. Why you lie to the Holy Ghost? Why you do that? Now you're not going to make it out the door today. You thought you were talking to a man. But you were talking to the Holy Spirit. So, all right, that, that was just a training ground. I'm, <laughs> but this is where we, we have to realize that God, when we're, when we're dealing with things, we have to learn, be careful how you hear, okay? Be careful how you hear. That way we understand that things are from God and not just leaning to our own understanding, leaning to our own preference outside of principle, all right? When you can learn how to stop getting into your preference before principle, you, you're going to learn how to save yourself from a lot of mistakes, hiccups. Can you say amen? So interpreting the defiled the found discernment, interpreting defiled discernment. How are we going to deal with this is we got to identify something called witchcraft. Y'all ready tonight? You know, I, I try to ball down my notes. <laughs> it don't always work, but we're going to try to work as much as we can. Before we can talk about defiled discernment, we got to deal with the, this thing called witchcraft. Number one, what do you believe witchcraft is? I'm going to open up the floor for a second. What is witchcraft? What, what do you think witchcraft, witchcraft is? Rebellion? Okay. But what does it do? What is what is what is it? What is it go? What is the what is witchcraft's goal? Or what have you heard in the church world is witchcraft? 
to gain control or to be a force multiplier in a situation outside of divine uh, presence? To gain control, love it, outside of divine inspiration. Well, he, he kind of ended it there, but I'm going to give you a short one. <laughs> I'm going to give you this term. It's counterfeit authority. It's counterfeit. Counterfeit. It's not real. It's counterfeit authority. Okay. The ability to control humans or individuals without divine input. So we understand the, the, the easiest definition I put that is counterfeit what? Counterfeit authority. Okay. Now, the origin of faith is spirit. When we say faith, okay, before I go down this road, I want y'all to understand what faith is. Okay. Everybody say faith, but I don't think we, we got to understand what faith really is. Faith is a spirit. It's spirit. So when I say faith, I have faith. I, I, I'm faith from a spirit. So it's not just, it's not self-belief. This is the danger of those who, who, who take on this ability, thinking that if I, I, I mesmerize and I do this and it never worked for you. I know you read the book. That what is it called? Your imagination and your imagination is needed when it comes to faith. I'm not saying that, but faith is a person. You have faith in a person, which means you can't have faith outside of that person. Because God gave you faith. You don't have self faith. Y'all catching me. Let's go down this road just a little bit. So because faith is a person and it's a spirit, okay, when we're using anything through faith, we're saying I'm using it from the inspiration of God. But everything doesn't always come from that spirit, which is of God. And, and we're going to dissect it just for a second. Now let, let's talk about let's talk about fleshly witchcraft. Y'all ready? Go to uh, Galatians five nineteen. Galatians five nineteen through twenty six. Galatians five nineteen through twenty six. A couple of things about counterfeit authority. I want you to understand God. Never give someone the ability to do anything without clearance. Your ability and your function is in accordance with your clearance of grace. Okay? God never allows someone to operate outside of their clearance level. Which means, you, 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 for example, believers, it's not that God doesn't want you to use your gifts. Use your gifts. For example, I know, I know, and don't shut me down. I know when people come to Believer's Connection and they want to use their gifts and pastors say, slow down, I need to see your heart. But they say, well, you're just trying to stop me from using my gift. And I'm saying, 
I'm not stopping you from using your gift. I just want your gift to be functional through the right portal. But because we're not trained and we've been called to use our gift before our heart condition being prostrated right, what we've been using is the gift as a wand. It's our magic wand. So everything about our life can be totally busted and disgusted. And when it's time to look spiritual, we take our magic wand. Look what I can do. Boom. Look what I can do. Boom. Look what I can do. Boom. So we made it a magic wand. And we made it to qualify people for heights and ascensions in, 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 in arenas in ministry. So we give people mics because of their gift. That is not the qualification in the Bible to upgrade somebody. But the majority of people who get upgraded because they know how to use a gift. But because the majority of people who are looking at the gift don't know if they're using it right or not because you're not principled. So when the magic wand gets start playing, you don't know if what they're using. You don't know what they're doing or not. You, you don't, you're not principled. It just looked good. It made everybody say hallelujah. It made everybody say hey, hurrah. And it made everybody promote them. So this is why, oh, I, I, see, I can't use that case study because we're online. I, I can't use certain, I, I love to use case studies. I can't do these right now because we're online. But you've you, you got to be careful. Don't it's, you, use your gift, but use it into the, the, the course of the grace that you have. What did I just say? Use it in accordance with the grace and the clearance that you have, which means just because you have it don't mean you have clearance to use it every time. Oh, I wish I could stay here. Because everybody want to do it. Everybody want to run. And, and if you tell them just something different, they're like, no, you, you, you don't want me to do my ministry. What if God is trying to protect your ministry? What if God is trying to protect your ministry? Because if you keep using your magic wand, you are going to frustrate yourself. You're going to frustrate the grace of God. And you're going to find yourself somewhere you didn't want to be. This is why people get high and high. I'm telling you, they rise up in, in, in all kinds of titles, rise up in all kinds of things. And as soon as something happened, boom, messed up and, and, and can't, it's hard to get them back. Now, what we look at is, well, just something happened. Got, no, 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 no. See, what you missed was you don't grow like that. You, you don't grow like that. Because if you got up there without the principles that govern the grace to get up there, you wouldn't have failed like that. All right, all right Jesus. You don't just, see, we just see people fall and we think, oh, that's just, no, it don't work like that. It doesn't work. Somebody mature who falls like that, they, 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 they walk through it with God. They know. But, but those who are immature and go back to smoking and drinking and doing, it don't work like that. It doesn't work. I, I, it doesn't work like that. That's you're looking at somebody who's used a gift to and use their magic wand to get up where they supposed to. And because most, the majority of the church is not principled well, outside before preference. You won't catch it. 
Are y'all hearing what I'm saying? So everybody not going to fly with you because you're not letting them do their ministry. And it's not about that. We need your ministry. We can't wait till you get into your ministry. But the first thing we got to make sure is that it's from a pure in heart. It's from a pure place. It's from the place of holiness. It's from the place of grace. Because if you masquerade outside of your grace, you're going to get lost out there. Can you say amen? Uh, yeah. All right. Let, let, let's look at the works that manifest in the flesh. Y'all ready? Now, these are the works of the flesh. These are the works of the what? These are, these, we didn't get to the spirit realm. These are the works of the flesh. You ready? Now, the works of the flesh are manifest, which are these. Adultery, fornication, uncleanliness. Let, uh, let's say that for me. I, I said it a hundred times. Listen, laziness is Jesus. Adultery, witchcraft, hatred, variance, emulations, wrath, strife, sedition, heresies. Endling, murders, drunkenness, reviling, and such like it. Now, let's go here. Verse 20, adultery, witchcraft, witchcraft, witchcraft. So there's a witchcraft of the what? Flesh. There's a witchcraft of the what? Now, what would witchcraft of the flesh look like? Oh, Jesus. We, we definitely got to get this because uh, I'm going to tell you, if you want a healthy church, you got, you, you got to know what this is. Manipulation. Yeah. Anything that's pointing to someone's ability outside of the spirit. Any control mechanism outside of using that spirit. Who is getting the glory out of what you do? See, see, see. Where is the glory pointing? Is the glory pointing to... See, they, they came because of that man. They didn't come because of God. What is... They came because of... They, 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 what, are you, what is pointing to... Do you need that man to get every time for... You've been asking him for your prophecy for the last three years. All right. I, I, I'm not going to go down this road too much. The works of the flesh are manifest. They are what? Manifest. The works of the flesh, which means these things are lurking continually from the flesh. When these things are lurking continually, you cannot discern them outside of the principles and the tools that you have internally. I just said something. Most people, listen to me. See, as strong as, listen me. As strong as many men of God, pastors, are, there are levels. When you walk with God, there are levels that things will come. It's not that they're not. They will. But if you don't have the tools to divert them, you are going to be bewitched. I didn't say they might. I say they will. Might and will are two different things. This is why I'm always saying, be careful, watch out. Hey, don't y'all go, don't you go, don't, because I'm trying to train you that there are things that will come to you. And if you don't know how to catch that thought and cast it down, we wrestle with some things. God want to see, do you, are you wrestling? 
And when you wrestle, do you have the right principles to deal with what you're wrestling with? Are y'all catching me? Which means many, when you're doing, when you're doing ministry in the way God really called you to do it, it's not as happy-go-gilly like we think it is. It doesn't work like that. Absolutely, he would love it. They're, those are works of the flesh. Counterfeit. He loves what? Counterfeits. He loves what? Counterfeits. But aren't mm -hmm. all gifts? Aren't all gifts from God? From God? Yes. Even if they are misused. Yes. But they are still gifts from God. Absolutely. So how can they be counterfeit if they are gifts from God? All because gifts are from because God. of the authority they're using to try to, they're not using God's authority. Okay. So just because I've been in training don't mean that I've been, I've been let go to go use it. Gotcha. Okay. Perfect. Just because I'm, I, 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 I uh, just right. because, watch this, just because I know principle doesn't mean my heart condition is always wanting to be inspired to, to do it right. Mm. So, so God, there's a temperature that, that, that God, and there's a laws that govern that. So for example, I like what you said, we do have gifts. We probably use them in the world. You was dreaming before you, you came to the church. In fact, you're right in the Bible. He doesn't call like even witches. He doesn't call it. He call them prophets because they're still prophets. They're still prophets. So, so you, 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 th that's why the gifts and callings are without repentance. The gifts and callings are what? Without. So we're going into a higher dimension. This is why we're talking about this, because we qualify where God calls a lower level. And we, until we can discern, until we can what? And most of us are getting beat in discernment. You still at face value. You still like people who, who can talk deep in scripture. And, and when you extrapolate their life, they, there's so much stuff behind. There's so much stuff they're carrying. It's not talking about what they're carrying, but who they're, uh, it, 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 that's not what we're talking about. It's who they're portraying to be. We, we don't undermine people's pain. That, that's not what we're doing. Are y'all catching what I'm saying? Uh, but, 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 but it's who you're portraying to be. Outside of God's grace. When, they're, when you're portraying outside of the limitations of the grace of God. You, 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 you don't know that men of God can see. You, you're acting. You, 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 because you, you, you're not using the right tools to govern what you're trying to do. Does that make sense? So, so, gifts and calling, you don't need a relationship. <laughs> they still work, which means my discernment was working in the world, too. I thought it was me. I thought, I, you know, I thought I had it going on, but I found out there was a gift. 
So we have to <laughs> we have to realize that the gift of discernment helps us balance and navigate beyond faith. I have so much scripture that I got to get to to help you understand these things. So we understand these things are, uh, are flesh. These are works of the what? Flesh, adultery, fornication, uncleanliness, adultery, witchcraft, hatred, variance. Okay. Verse 21. Let's go here. Uh, la, 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 la. Indian murders, drunkenness, reviling, and such things like, of which I tell you before, as I also told you in the past time, that they which do such things shall not inherit inherit the kingdom of God. That does not mean they don't inherit, inherit necessarily. I, I don't have time to break this down. It doesn't mean that it won't inherit salvation per se. If they're in struggle and God know where they're at, he said they won't inherit the kingdom of God, which means they won't inherit the inheritance that came with God. But it's possible that they can be working on those things and, 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 and understand enough of righteousness to get saved. But they're going to probably just won't have the they're not going to have a happy life in earth. Amen. All right. But the fruits of the spirit is love, joy, peace, long suffering, gentleness, goodness, faith. The fruits of the what? The fruits of the what? Why do we act like it's so hard to interpret what the fruits of the spirit are? You know, it's so interesting. That's how you could. That's how we know we've been bewitched. We don't even know. We can't. Well, well. You don't even you you can't even rightly divide what are the fruit of the spirit. Did that sound nice? Her cursing you out like that? No. Well, that's attitude, the fruit of the spirit. So she prophesied with an attitude. All right, Jesus. All right, I, don't leave. Don't don't just just put your hand over you. How you prophesy with an attitude? How you in an argument and in mid argument, God telling me right now, and you don't have the foul discernment? You see how we use God? Not knowing that the spirit that we're working from is not of God. Oh. Ah, see, this is, come on, God ain't taking you to hell for it. He, ain't that, that's a, he's such a good God. He lets you use other spirits when you didn't even know what you were working. What, you didn't know what spirit you was of. He told his disciples, you don't even know what you, you, you want to burn down fall because they ain't listen to me. You don't know what spirit you are of. It's not my spirit you're talking through right now. You, that, that's not my spirit that's talking through you. God, you, 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 all right. You don't know what spirit you are. The disciples said, let's burn down. Let's bring fire. They didn't want to accept your message, Jesus. His disciples walking with him. Let's bring down fire from heaven and destroy them. He said, you know, you know not what spirit you're of. Which means they were going to use bent light to get an agenda done. Because they didn't, wasn't processed for Christ-like discernment. Well, y'all hear what I'm saying? This is why healing, of, uh, the healing of a heart is so vital when it comes to trying to navigate through the tools of God. Because if you navigate through the tools of God, 
you can use that thing. You don't know the line that the adversary is going to use to bend you to try to use something from a perspective that had nothing to do with God. This is why you need leaders who can read because you can be saying the right thing. I'm going to tell a testimony. I, I, you know what? There's a point. Y'all know, Apostle. I was walking and I was saying the right thing. But something I was saying, he saw something in what I was saying. But I was like, well, I'm confused because I'm giving you the right thing. And in so many, and many times I'd be like, man, look, I think you're just messing with me. I thought he was messing with me. I'm like, what am I missing here? It wasn't that I wasn't saying the right thing. I was saying it from the wrong place. Y'all better hear me. And it took a mature man that walked these realms. It takes mature men. Sometimes you might be saying the right thing. You're saying it from the wrong place. That might be right that I will bring fire down. But because of where you're saying it from, I can't accept it. I didn't know I wanted to bring fire down because fake Christians. Yeah. I didn't know I was just so I, I didn't know I still had some more to deal with because I, I, I no, they 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 can't they can't they can't be gonna make it because they, they you know they ain't right. They they ain't no way they ain't never listening, they ain't never listening to God. And I have scripture for you. All right, let me keep this in balance. Because until there are levels that even govern love, because I was in love. But the level of love on that, see, there's levels even in love. If there's a level, the just shall live by faith. If, if faith can grow, love can grow. So even though I had all that love, I still didn't get enough love for that level. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Are y'all hearing what I'm saying tonight? It's going to be one of those nights, glory. Let, let's look at this. Verse 23, watch this. Verse 22, but the fruits of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, long-suffering, gentleness, goodness, faith, meekness. Verse 23, meekness, temperance. Uh, uh, against such there is no law. And they that are Christ have crucified the flesh with the affections and lust. If we live in the spirit, let us also walk in the spirit. Let us not uh, be desirous of vain glory, of vain what? Glory, provoking one another, envying one another. He's saying something here. He's saying, listen, if I so be it walking with Christ, let Christ be, come on, let Christ be right and every man a liar. So sometimes there are vile things that are still working in us because of the pain that we've been through. And until we give God that pain, until God give us grace in that area, we, if, if we try to, even though we mean well, it's not about meaning well at certain levels. L listen to what I'm saying. Because I think many people think because I mean well, I can go at it. But it's not about meaning well. And sometimes you're going to mess up, you're going to slip up, and you get back in position. You get back and allow God to deal with that thing in you. Because it's not about meaning well in certain areas. Because you're going to mean well, but you, when it's triggering you, you're going to use it for your defense. You just jump out of that spirit. When you, 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 you had it, you was in the right position. But something hit you. And you twisted it and used it for your defense now. 
You just jumped out the right spirit. So we got to understand when we're dealing with these things, these, these subjects, matters. See, we don't talk about this much, and this is the problem. Because we, 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 are, we go in heights of things, and we don't realize you, you, there's a lot of traffic out here. And if you don't stay with God, you're going, to get, you're going to get manipulated out here in this traffic. There's a lot of traffic up there. You, you can't just jump up there in your flesh. It don't work like that. The adversary will use you like a, 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 a ping pong bag. I'm going to open up real quick. What do y'all hear me saying just for a second? And, and we're, going, we're going, God, I'm going to have to do a, a point two. This thing might take a month, Jesus. I'm going to have to do a point two. What do you hear me saying just for a second? Yes. Amen. I got you. Just because you have a gift, you have a you have to be in alignment with God to use that gift or you'll be out of order. And you can also cause somebody to do things out of timing as well. If you're giving them something that God told them, but that may not be for that season in their life. Uh, so that's why it's important to walk with God. So good. So good. Anybody else? No, I don't know. You you added that, girl. You you about to open up something now. You you can give somebody pre-time out of principle. Yeah, all right. Because see, you looking from your the inspiration, you're not looking at their life built upon precept. And it's a danger because now they move pre-grace. All right. Anybody else? What, 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 what you hear me saying? Elena said is you also need that discerning spirit to know when to use it. Yes. You know, you just can't, oh, I'm going to use it now. And they're, they're not ready. Right. So it's just knowing that, that having that discerning spirit to know where they are. Yes. So. Amen. 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 Anybody else? So I, I want you to understand. He's saying these are the works of the what? Flesh. These are the works of flesh. This is also why we got to be careful of what people call wisdom. We got to be careful of what? Let, let me go down this road real quick. Can I go down here real quick? Be, be careful of what we call wisdom. Go, go real quick to James. James 3, 3, 13. See, because a lot of times, and, and, and this is not to undermine those of age, those of, of chronological age, but even those in chronological age, you got to be careful because all wisdom is not divine wisdom. All wisdom is not inspired wisdom. Are y'all hearing what I'm saying? It, it, there's a point where, where it's supposed to be as a building development factor, but that's not always the truth. And this is why a lot of women of God need to <laughs> really get out there because there's a lot of people giving stuff out of the wrong spirit. And these younger uh, folk are, are growing up with these principles that are diluted. And so we got to make sure that we're giving the right principles for the right uh, 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 point of time. James 3, 13, real quick. Who is wise in understanding among you? He's asking again, who's wise in understanding among you? Let him show it by his good, what? Conduct that his works are done in meekness of wisdom. That you, you all were just saying. It takes wisdom to navigate these realms. But if you have bitter envy and self-seeking in your hearts and do, do not, if you have 
bitter envy and self-seeking in your hearts, which means, you know why you need to pray every day? Because you wake up with bitter. You wake up with self-seeking. All right, let me, I know. Oh, glory. I should have stayed at home today. I know. Bitter envy and self-seeking in your hearts. Do not boast against the, and, and lie against the truth. This wisdom is not descend from above, but it's earthly, sensual, and demonic. How many of you ever heard somebody saying something as if it was of God, but you heard their personal life more than God? You heard their pain more than God. This is why, see, everybody, it's not about, don't go do this. And it's, it's, see, when we say things, it's not saying don't go do this. But if you pre-write the book before healing, and they read the book out of your pain, not your healing. If you pre-do the course before healing, how many people are walking with bent seeds because you taught them it's okay to do this? Most, 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 see, most of the counseling needed today is Christians with bent seeds because we've heard things that we didn't know it was from pain. We heard things that we didn't know it was from the wrong element of heart. And, and, and it takes maturity to check your heart, guard your heart above all else. Do you have a self guard? Do you have a self check? Test the spirit to see if you're in the faith. You, you got to have a self check mechanism. That helps you to know where you are. And before you, you get to where you need to be, do not. Be careful how you revelate. Because when you're speaking, you, don't really, you won't realize it's coming out of your mouth. This is why you can't go beyond your pain threshold. Are y'all hearing what I'm saying? So I want you to realize, he's saying, listen. But you have bitter envy and self-seeking in your heart. Do not boast against and lie against the truth. This wisdom does not descend from a what? Above. But is what? Earthly. So this is also from the flesh. For where envy and self-seeking exist, confusion and every evil thing are there. Confusion. And every what? Let, let me say this really quickly. Things of God doesn't leave you confused. I didn't say new things, don't new revelation or something that you know you're trying to understand in God in revelation. But I'm talking about things don't leave you in a vile confusion. Are y'all catching what I'm saying? There are things that we hear, we're like, oh, I, I get it, but I'm I'm growing to understand it. And then there's things that when you hear it, it doesn't it, it doesn't make you feel. There's no settling. It, it, it brings even condemnation. Y'all hear what I'm saying? It don't bring edification. It brings condemnation. It doesn't bring edification. Okay? This does not come from above. Where am I here? All right. All right. Now let's look at what does come from above. But the wisdom that come from above is first what? Here. Uh-oh. Where that purity come from? Holiness, first pure, then peaceable, gentle, willing to yield, full of mercy and good fruits, 
without partiality and without hypocrisy. Without what? Hypocrisy. So don't tell me that, that don't don't worry about what I'm doing. You need to watch your mind. Wait, didn't you curse me out the other day? Don't you ain't got no point to me. One of one of the troops that believers have to grow up into is until you have the principles that govern your test for authenticity, you're actually not ready to be respected. I just said a lot. Because what you don't realize is until they can point to you and press you and you have nothing to show outside of God in you, you really, you, you actually, you, 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 you won't command. They will not give you the leverage of the bridge for their life. You lose influence every time. And you keep thinking it's a flesh battle. And I, it, it, the Bible says if an unbeliever push you like that and you respond, it's actually proving to them a, a, a perdition. It's a sign of perdition. Oh. Y'all know what perdition is. It's a sign of you stepping back. It's a sign that you don't believe what you say you believe. So until they can push, because whatever's in them is actually testing to see if God's real. You don't know that's what they're doing because you're looking at what they're doing to you and what they're saying. And the reality of it is why you're mad is maybe some of that might be true, but you know it's true because you're in the flesh. But you think it's because of them that you're in the flesh. All right, I'm saying too much here. You think it's because of them that you're in the flesh, but it's not because of them. It's because of what you don't know about him. And if you know more about him, you can learn to stop getting in the flesh and they can push you and only see Jesus. Tell somebody, push me and find Jesus. Push me and find Jesus. <laughs> Look, I ain't got nobody confessing. I, 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 I hope somebody online can say, push me and find Jesus. Oh, Jesus. Oh, she said, don't push me too hard. Huh? Oh, glory. <laughs> see, see, because you, 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 there's a time for authenticity. And in the face of those that you're trying to save, if you do not find that stature that gives authenticity, you will never find the influence for what you're looking for. I've been debating about writing a book about this for the longest. Until you can hold stature. In the face of adversity, you can stop showing signs of perdition. That's why they don't respect your God yet, because they need to see that it works with you. And you, you, well, why? Well, this is just a different level. So it does work, but it just don't work on this level when you do. No, they want to know, because when I go, I want to make sure I can go all, all in. But you showing me you're not in all in. So why would I come all in and you're not in all in? Y'all catching this? So this is where God has to deal with us is what can we be moved by? And he got to take that away from you so he can start. So Christ can start pushing you with his word and you start yielding to his word in that. Because even see, see, this, these are signs of, of authority. These are signs that when you still can be moved and moved out of the way and, and somebody can say something, you come down. You just show that you're still on their level. But if somebody say you this and you that and you up here, you smile. And say, oh, baby. You, oh, Jesus loves you. 
you have anything else? You know why? You've grown up. Stop. You've grown up to stop allowing yourself to put your trust in your flesh. Because if you tell me about me in my flesh, I know you're right. So why would I be mad at you being right? But there might be some things that you're saying that's not right. That's because that's in your flesh. But I have to allow you to say it because I know you're in your flesh. And until you can see the God, it will change. This is why I don't always hold people to what they say in the flesh. They don't know what they're saying. You don't know what spiritual he told them, which means in that moment, they don't know. So if you're in the flesh, you don't know at the moment. You don't know. You don't have you have no consciousness of what you're saying. But the adversary is going to help you pull everything out of the bag to try to get a response. How many of y'all ever felt the adversary use everything out that bag? You pull out, give me something big, man. Come on, that no, that's too weak. No, that one's weak. Come on, give it. Oh, yeah, here you go. Boom, watch that. No, oh, you all right? Come on, give me something big. No, get that big. I got a bazooka. I know it's going to really kill this conversation. What, what spirit are you of? All right, we're learning glory. All right, uh, 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 Jesus. I'm going to give you some highlights, and we're going to finish it next week. Are y'all going to stay on this? I have so much more. This was just the beginning. I have so much more to help you understand these elements of discernment. I want to give you a couple of highlights, though. Okay. There, there are three things that I'm going to give you that the spirit of discernment will bring you when you get the gift of discernment. Okay. There are three things. Number one, the gift of discernment will bring you security against false doctrine. The gift of discernment will bring you security against what? False doctrine. Real quick. The Bible says Galatians 3, 1 through 3. Go to Galatians 3, 1 through 3. Galatians 3, 1 through 3. For the sake of time, I'm going to read. O foolish Galatians, who has bewitched you that you should not obey the truth, before whose eyes Jesus Christ was clearly portrayed among you as, uh, as crucified. This only I want to learn from you. Did you receive the spirit by the works of the law or by the hearing of faith? Or you so foolish have begun in the spirit. You are now made perfect in the. It brings. It will help you understand. False doctrine. It will help you understand what? I've sat with people and they brought messages before me and my my my. My eyebrow can twerk a little bit because when you grow on certain certain levels, people will use stuff that sounds good, but it's not God. Everything they said until that point, but with that point that they made was so that that's vital, but that wasn't God. That was from experience, but that wasn't God. And millions of views and people following that, but that's not God. Because it's, it takes the spirit of discernment to say, whoa. I, see, when you have God, God will give you a certain sense that, wait, what did he just say? It's like an, an awakening. 
So th that's the first one. I have many more, but I, I, I want to. So you, you can discern false what? Doctrine. It doesn't mean that people don't mean well. It doesn't mean that everything they said before that wasn't right. But there are things that will be highlighted to you that that is not in the right alignment. It's not in the right alignment. It's not projected right. It's it's, it's something wrong with they might be saying it right, but it's something wrong with what they're saying. Uh, uh, they can twist what, what the Bible is saying. And, and because we are so sold on zeal, rather than the knowledge that governed that zeal principally, we, 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 we're easily sold. I, I did a test with everybody before. I started out preaching something that wasn't quite biblical. And everybody was, amen, hallelujah. And I told you that everything I just said was not biblical. And you were shocked. I don't know if y'all remember that. And it sounds good. Because you have to realize, don't get caught up in the zeal of the thing. Get caught up in the word of the thing. What is Jesus saying? What is God saying? How is this thing being interpreted? How is this thing being said? And is it in the right stance and format that God is saying it in? Are y'all hearing what I'm saying? So we have to be mature enough to have discernment beyond face value, beyond, stat, uh, beyond people's personalities, beyond people's excitement, beyond people's saying good, beyond people's, uh, beyond all of that and all of this, yeah, all of that. See, you, you got to get beyond that because that's emotion. But, 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 but what is the word saying out of that? Can y'all hear what I'm saying? Glory to God. Who has bewitched you? Who has charmed you? Who has put you in spiritual influence? Who's brought you into a place where a, 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 a legalism or religious ideology that you feel like without doing this? See, sometimes people come under these religious ideologies. Listen to me. You started free, but you start believing certain things. You start believing that people are wrong because they, they don't take a Sabbath. Uh, I, I, there's things that there, I, early on I was adopting and I didn't know I was adopting things until God showed me something higher than that thing. So we got to be careful because we adopt things and we don't know that thing can be taking us out of the, it's partial. Many people teach on the elements um, they teach on the rituals of the Old Testament. They teach on the, 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 I'm looking for the word. They teach on all those things. And if you don't do them and make it, they, they, they make it as if you, you, you should watch out. You, God is, and, and you don't realize you're in the New Testament. It's a type and a shadow of something. Right now, if somebody is in that, they probably would disagree with me. And they will point to scripture, but the same way you can point to scripture, I'll point to scripture of freedom. See, see, I didn't have the scripture of freedom. I just had the scripture of, oh, you're right. That's, oh, we are supposed to be keep doing, keep that. Until you find something else that says, no, line upon line. That's a shadow still. Don't, don't shame people who want to do it. Let them keep it. But if your faith is beyond that, you live according to faith because it's faith now. It's not in the things that you do. It's in the person who's in you. All right. I hope y'all hear me out there.
All right. Glory to God. Number two, the, the gift of discernment will help you against false doctrine. It will help you against false ministries and false ministers. Why do I put that there? False doctrine is one thing because doctrine can come from anywhere. Doctrine can come from where? Anywhere, but it can also protect you from false ministers. You need to understand that there are people who are in ministry. I'm not, this is not about shaming nobody in pulpits or anything like that. Everybody calls themselves ministers. So you need to understand what's real and what's not. Okay? Discernment will protect you against people who talk one way and do the other way. Talk one thing, but it's not rightly divided in what they're saying. Are you hearing what I'm saying? People who have not been matured through the processual of the spirit, but they, they use things to try to make themselves feel better about God in certain ways. And that's, that's, that's a immaturity. That's adolescence of spirit. Okay. When you're first with God, you get excited about everything. It's not saying don't get excited. God wants every Christian to be excited. But as you learn, you realize that there are principles and laws and that govern all these things that we go through. And God showed you a lot in the beginning. You got to deal with a whole lot of knowledge. I know in the beginning, I was so excited. I tried to save everything, your cat and dog, anything that didn't look right. I, I tried to save it. Uh-huh. It's the only reason why I separated them. Doctrine, because doctrine sometimes can be established from people who are not ministers. And so we can hear things and we'll adopt them as doctrine. And, and because they use the Bible, we'll take it and use it as doctrine. Because they can point to the Bible of how, how it works. So I separated the doctrine and the minister because now when you get to a minister, you by default, we give a higher uh, appreciation. We give a, a, a higher acceptance. Correct. 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 But, but some people who don't have titles as ministers, sometimes when they've touched a part of God and what they're saying is right. It was that those two things that said that, that was very wrong, though, that was the greatest roots that can be very detrimental. Even though they're not calling themselves ministers, but you heard the word, you heard scripture. It's kind of like these other religions that use scripture. OK, there's a lot of religions that use what? Scripture. They don't call themselves minister of our gospel, but they call themselves the minister of the gospel. So if you heard your scripture in their mouth, you'd be like, hold on, wait. Oh, you worship the same? So you, there's a spirit even behind that, that doctrine, okay? And then you got the minister that we usually give the benefit of the doubt because they call themselves ministers. They come to do an agenda. But you still got to test the spirit and, and, and know what is of God principally and what's not of God correct because if I can see that you about to get mad at me because I'm not listening to you I know where you are principally when you're trying to force your prophecy when I'm when I'm telling you about something principally but you want to point everything back to your gifts come on I'm giving you mastery stuff now I'm, I'm giving you building blocks, but you point everything back to your gift. Like, are you hearing what I'm saying? But you keep pointing it back to your gift. 
you've learned that as long as I'm don't worry about what I'm doing. Just worry about I know how to I know how to I know how to make my magic wand work. So you need to use me. Don't care about my life. Just use me for what God is doing in my life. I don't know why you keep worrying about my y'all right, y'all all right? Know them who labor among you. Don't worry about my life. Don't worry about what we're doing. Don't worry about me. But you want to minister. And you want to walk people through processes. The last three churches I've been to, they one was this, one was, I have to be careful. See, I, I use my checking I just say this and that. I, I don't. See, don't worry about. Cause the last two, I was up there. Yeah, but you had this one. I don't hold you to what I'm not held to. I don't hold you to what. What I'm not held to. So you best believe that me and my wife better be in agreement before I get in the pool. Because if I'm up there, if we're in agreement. That's a long time in agreement. That's a lot of submission. How many services I did? Do you get to go home, man, for three months? I got to preach next Sunday. Because the same, (laughs) the same what I hold you to, I got to hold myself to. Are y'all hearing what I'm saying? So when we're talking about these things, God holds us accountable. This is not just, if, if I allow somebody to just go masquerade themselves because they gift, and I know behind the scenes, you, 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 I would rather you allow yourself to get the grace to take care of what you need to take care of. Doesn't mean they have to be perfect. That's not what we're saying. But do you have a balance in what you're doing? Do, do the, is there a process in what you're doing? Don't y'all hear what I'm saying? Don't go corner on me thinking it got to be perfect, perfect in that nature. It has to be perfect in the understanding realm. Does that make sense? For example, I can be working on my marriage and still up here. I can be working on my children and still up here. But I at least have an understanding. Does that make sense? I'm not in strife. I'm not in, I didn't walk, I'm not in, I'm not in, I'm not in, I'm not in some kind of, y'all get it. That's different. So we're not saying perfection from the whole standpoint, but we need to not be in strife. We need to not be in anguish. I need to be able to at least look at, we have a balance. Can you say amen? And don't justify it. Yes, ma'am. I was was hearing balance in context when you were speaking. I guess that's what discernment does is bring the balance and context, but I really can't explain it. Could you explain balance and context? Yes. So what you're saying is you're hearing balance and context. Yeah. When, 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 as we grow in God, I started with understanding righteousness. The more that I grow in righteousness, the more I grow in grace, excuse me, the more I grow in faith, the more I grow in grace. And the more I grow in God, those principles that I'm governed by keep me balanced in context. The principles that I'm governed by, by that grace, 
that grace has a knowing. It has a, a understanding. So when things are coming to you, the unction that's governed by your grace will give you discernment. The God in you will give you discernment of what you're really hearing beyond what they're saying. Oh, I, I'm, I'm about to bring you the scripture. What did I just say? See, because if, if you understand a, a real man of God, it's not what you're saying. Cause he, they hear beyond what you're saying. We need to hear beyond. Come on. I, I, see, I'm all out of place now with my notes, but that's all right. Glory. I still got to give you the third one, but I need you to go to here real quick. Mm. Jesus. Now watch this. Watch this. Go to Isaiah. 11, 2 through 3. I'm going to give you all this last one. Oh, man. You know, maybe I need to do a conference. I, I just, I'm always, I just want to, I just want to, I want to give you all these things here. Go to Isaiah 11, 2 through 3. That's the last scripture and we'll close. Isaiah 11, 2 through 3. 11, 2 through 3. Watch this. The spirit of the Lord rests upon him, the spirit of wisdom, the spirit of understanding, the spirit of of counsel and might, the spirit of knowledge and the fear of the Lord. His delight is in the fear of the Lord, and he shall not judge by sight of his what? He shall not what? So his judgment is not by the sight of his what? Eyes, nor decide by the hearing of his, which means this man has testing tools in himself. He's not what you just say, and he's not looking at you the way you think he's looking. Because he's mastered, really, that was the seven spirits pre the spirit of the Lord. So he's learned to, to exercise his spirit to discern beyond face value. Are y'all getting this? His delight is in the fear of the Lord. He, he's learned to not do anything outside of his reverence towards God. And he shall not judge by the sight of his what? He's not judging based on how he, what he's looking at. So you, you, you can't, you can try to bring something and think you're fooling. You're not fooling. He'll handle you in the way that you think you're fooling, but you're not fooling. Because he, there, there are times this thing even come upon you. You can be in a conversation and God will unction you just for a second. And you say, whoa, hold on. Tell me that again. What did you just say? Because sometimes, all right, God, I want you all to hear me. Because you need, your, you, you need your discernment heightened. Sometimes you won't know what the enemy brings you until your discernment is what? There are sometimes God, there are many times people came in this church and you didn't know who bought them. And people didn't know they went out and why. Now, I don't think you know what I'm talking about because most of y'all don't know what I'm talking about. I've had people come in and God will show me directly. That is not mine here. And after a period of time, they'll start doing certain stuff. Who brought you? What brought you? So you, you need heightened discernment. You, you can't, 
you, 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 I had somebody tell me, <laughs> okay, I had, I'm not going to use these case studies. You, you got to have heightened discernment. You can miss a lot of things. You can even bring yourself in trouble because you entrust where you shouldn't put it. Oh, y'all hear what I'm saying? I can be sitting somewhere and somebody's talking in my spirit, get, get very, I know the unction. And something is wrong here. So when you walk with God in a certain arena, you don't, you don't just go with everything. You don't just leave everything on the table. You don't accept everything. You, 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 you allow God to help you to understand because you're not looking at from the, you're not looking at, you're not judging from the sight of your eyes. You're not, you're not judging from the, you have a different judgment system and you're not hearing what they're just saying. You have a different hearing system. Oh, y'all catching me. I'm going to stop right there, and, and I'm going to continue next week. How many of you are blessed by this tonight? Uh, please don't miss next week. I, 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 I. No, oh, look at that. There you go. Y'all paying attention. Oh, y'all paying attention. Oh, Jesus. See, I don't want to give it because I want to explain it. <laughs> uh, this is a good one. This is a good one. Like they do on TV. Come back next week. To be continued. Because I'm going to actually, I'm going to give it to you, but I'll explain it next week. How about that? Um, and it's a little more deeper than, than what you're going to hear me say. All right. This, uh, the, the gift of discernment will bring security against false and dis honest activities regarding the body so it will it will the gift of discernment will bring you security against false and dishonest activities regarding the body and everybody needs to understand this regarding the functioning of the body regarding the church regarding how we do things regarding what you hear and how you do things Regarding even how you interact with people, you, 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 oh, there's so much into this one. And most people don't have discernment, and this is why we get such in a clash with people. Because we're not identifying what we need to identify to prearrange ourselves beforehand and, and not entrust, I'm not saying that don't entrust your, your fellow members. But you need to know the type of who you're listening to, the type of what you're hearing, the type of what you. So we'll get into it. Because there's so much that the gift of discernment has to be established before we, we start navigating these realms of gifts. How many of y'all see that importance tonight? It, it, it's very important that, that you really do that. You, you know, today you really have to do it. Why? There's so many people out of divine order and alignment and you allow them to speak. Even if the word is right, the influence that you give to them for the next word might not be right. All right. So they used the gift and got it right today. But because they got it right yesterday and you know they're out of it, they're not submitted to nobody. They go. They got self heavy, revy. They do their own thing. And now tomorrow, because they got it right yesterday, you listen today, and now you're battling with something, a seed, 
that they planted. Because you, you wasn't principled enough to realize that things can be right in the beginning. God can use who he want to use. That did not mean that, that that relationship is right. God, I can, I listen, I can, God would allow a preacher to manage and expire the church and they're not right with him. Oh, Lord. So you, you have to realize it's, it's, it's for our sake. You need to know God. You need to know God. You need to know God. And when you know God, you know what God is not. What did I just say? When you know God, even if this is a new arena, you know, you know what God is not. So even if I can't explain it to you, I know, I know what God is not. And I know that 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 that's how that's not how my father operates. Can you say amen? We, we must move into greater capacities of unctions and understandings of the realms of the spirit. These things are vital. It's not optional when it comes to growth in ministry. When you're going further in God, there are things in the last days, people are going to say many things. People are going to look just like you. You cannot fall. You cannot. You cannot rest on the reality that when because people know scripture and because people look like they're praying, you don't know what kind of prayer they're praying. You don't know what kind of prayer they are praying. You got to be careful. You got to be careful. You have to, if you're not principled and you're praying and you're angry at somebody and you really vow, I'll actually be afraid of your prayer. Because if, you have, if your heart is not towards repentance, toward Christ first, you're not really praying. You could be praying something out of the wrong spirit and that spirit could be managed. Oh, yeah, all right, see we 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 are so safeguarded, and we don't realize you 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 no no that this this thing is way bigger than what we act like it is. So principles have to be pos, pro, uh, positioned right to make sure we're getting the right recipe for the right result. Can y'all say amen? Hallelujah! How many of y'all were blessed by that tonight? I'm just going to open it up, and we're going to pray. Um, Tonight, you know, I, I want to go into a high unction, but I, I just want to hear what you what, what you're hearing tonight, and what God is doing in you. Uh, just a couple of things that stood out to you tonight. I know most of you all gave uh, the majority of it already, but if you have any questions, comments, or any other highlights, I want at least one person to put out there what you heard me say tonight. Thank you, Pastor Josh. Um, yes, sir. I know you are talking earlier. Um, I spent about two, two decades in that scene where mm. people were promoted because of their performances. Mm. And th there, was no, there was no talk of those open discipleship processes. It was just um, they, they didn't promote. Uh, they didn't walk people through processes. They walked people through performances. So if you perform right, if you started the business, if you got the money, hey, I did what you've told me and the principle worked, but it was defiled because there was there's no substance behind it. So if I take that away from you, mm -hmm. then we really see who you are. So right. th there was there was no talk of discipleship and holiness and 
really being structured in your solical development. Like, I didn't know, <laughs> you know, right, you know I, right. I had no idea what that was, but coming here and really understanding, hey, there's there are steps and layers and you must pass the pretest and, you know, all those different concepts that really right. like this, this is deep and, and this is just the foundation. Right. So like throwing away everything I heard before and really. Amen starting from the ground and, and building the right way, kind of like how you say, building the right way. Amen. Thank you so much, Jimmy. So good. Thank you. You, you know, it, it, it's, it's because we've made it a, a normality and, and people use most of the scripture to bring people in. Does God want us to bring people in? God never de deny people. Don't, don't misunderstand what I'm saying. Oh, y'all hear what I'm saying? But there is a proper protocol and a processual for discipleship. Everybody doesn't qualify as ministerial. He say, "Listen, don't promote um, promote certain people, okay? But when we do it for performance sake, just to get people in the door, that doesn't mean that it it, it might it might highlight to them Christ, but it doesn't accept them in Christ. And it doesn't mean that the person that's doing that." all the way is accepted because he's made this. You can, he, Jesus said, if I come tested with fire and it can be burned and hopefully you don't be burned with it because if you meant well, I might save you, but if you've been burned with it, you wasn't, you wasn't built for stature either. So anyway, amen. Great, 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 great highlight. Yes, ma'am. Yes, pastor. Um, you had, you had stated that the devices that you discern, mm -hmm. maybe the devices, the devices you cannot discern, mm -hmm. maybe the devices that will deceive you. Uh -huh. And I've been pondering on that. And I was thinking about the familiar spirits yep. that disguise themselves as normality, normal, and then we take it for truth. Yeah. And it actually is a deception. It yes. allows us to go into yes. deception because it's a, a spirit that we are so familiar with that mm. we think it's normal or it may even be normal in our life, but not truth. Right, right. So just having that discernment to be aware of those spirits. Yes. You just hit something very powerful. I want everybody to hear me. The majority of people who get off is actually dealing with the majority. I don't say all. The majority of people who deal with bent light, it, they, they deal it from a familiar spirit. It's the majority. It's actually a familiar spirit. Okay? And, and you, you're hitting it on the head. There are things that's so familiar to us and we 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 call it god we'll do it today and we don't notice it because it's familiar why is it why am i saying that it's the majority because it's and it's unnoticeable to you because you do it off you do it off the cuff you'll call it off the cuff because you're so used to it based on what you heard or seen but it never been tested through authenticity and so familiarity, and, and that's how we can go off on people and, and use that, those things because we're so used to it, okay? Uh, uh, but it's actually a familiar spirit, okay? And, and, and careful, it brings it to divination, all kinds of different things. We just got to be careful. 
and that's why we have need checks and balances. We need what? Because many people here hear God. Oh. I, I'm trying to, I, I'm really fighting in my inner self to not go further. Many people, I heard God. Okay, who did you really hear? You, no, no, you heard a familiar spirit. If we really checked what we heard from God, it takes a mature person to say, okay, check what I heard from God. If we went down the line to hear, most, most people who hear from God, they don't check their hearing from God. But if I can, if I can point two things that just violate your heard from God, but I know that your attitude, your flesh, and you use that same familiarity in a lot of things that you do. Because you hear God now, but you don't, that's what I mean. You hear God now, but you're not familiar nor have the principles of hearing God in other things. So you didn't hear God. You heard a familiar spirit that was governed through your desires. Oh, absolutely. That's what he used in the garden. That's what he used in the garden. He bring a desire out of you to use it as bent light. Aren't you hungry? Aren't you mad? Didn't the Bible say, y'all better say. Didn't the Bible say, oh, see, I'm trying to stay away from case study because we're online. Didn't the Bible say? So be, be, be careful, be careful, be careful. There, there are many things that are breaking because of bit light. There are many things that are breaking because people hear God and it's not God. There, there are many things that, be, and, and, and the test of you hearing God, see, see, if you can say you hear God that clearly and you don't want to be tested, number one, I know you're not hearing God. Because if you can hear God that clearly, and see, if you can hear that God that clearly, you, you've been through the principles that govern testing your words. Now I'm going through a principle. If you hear God that clearly and you're functional, you're that functional. You've been through the test to know that you don't speak without testing your words. So you wouldn't mind somebody testing what you just said through the scripture. You catch what I'm saying? If I say I hear God, I don't mind somebody testing what I'm about to say. That's why when I get around certain men of God, I, 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 I go through my self-check about four times before I say God said. And I go through about ten scriptures. Well... No, yeah, yeah, all right, yeah. Why? Because I, I shouldn't be mine. God don't lie against himself. God doesn't what? So when you're afraid and you, you, you undermine your check for self-manifestation of some heavy revelation that you got, and you want nobody, this is why when, oh, all right, I, I, I know. I, 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 we don't leave no, lose no followers here. When we have people who have revelations and they say that, you know, I, I, I don't want to tell nobody. It's just, it's a self-revelation that God gave to me and nobody else. That's not, the, that's not God. There is no hidden interpretation to nobody revelation. All right. I'm going to give it one more time. There is no hidden interpretation to nobody's self-revelation. So if I have a self-revelation, 
I need to test it against the word. And if I still, if I still feel like it's all mine, I need to go test it with somebody else. That's mature. There's no self-revelation. All right. Oh, y'all hear what I'm saying? How many of you with your hands up had some heard somebody say they got self-revelation? So they got this high oracle thing from God about change, about something about the church, about something, and, and make it as if it's new. And when you do that, it doesn't mean that you don't have ideas. I want you all to understand men of God tried many things in the church. There are things when as as growing in the ministry, you're like, well, why people don't try that? And then when you actually try, you realize why that don't work. So there are many ideas. There are many things that we go through, but never think that that you have you. You're the only one that got that revelation. Many God sends those. He can send those revelations through anybody. But he never allow you to have it by yourself without checking it. So if it's really from God, even if it's new, it, it still will bear witness with the word. There is no revelation that won't bear witness. So if we have God in us and you have a revelation that's new and you don't want to share because it, you know what I'm saying? Number one, why? If, it does, if, 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 if we both have God, okay? For example, I have ideas. I have ideas. And because I have a trusted leader, I can bring those ideas. Okay. I don't hide around my ideas. You know, now back then when I was unprincipled, I used to think I needed to hide. And when I got principled, I was like, what was the hiding for? It was actually the adversary trying to hold some things in me that I had pride in to try to use. But I didn't know the adversary was going to try. See, I had to get principled quick. So he will try to hide you with your self-revelation that nobody know about and you don't want to tell nobody. Uh-huh. Go ahead. Right. Right. I hear what you're saying. Okay. I hear what you're saying. All right. Let, let's go down that road. I hear what you're saying. So what, what you're talking about is hierarchy in revelatory ascension. So, for example, people who are mature in God, there are secrets that if I sat down with a man of God, only when we talk on that level, we know what we're talking about. Because that, that revelatory space has to be open to you. You won't understand it from your flesh. It has to be open. Okay? But we can check it. It can always be checked. It, it's always a check and balance. Yep. Somebody on earth has that check and balance. God never gives a man that much outside of a checks and balances because we're the body and see that's the that's where the principle come in we're the body i i every I, I i there's nothing that i do without telling my prophets first so even if your prophet prophets check profits so they're always checks and balances and if you're not a prophet and you have this self ready and what people usually do is they hide around everything and then they run their own ministry or they run their own thing with this revelation but they don't want to be checked by anybody so they don't know that that's demonic. That's not of God because nobody is self-promoted. Why is it wrong? You're breaking the precepts that govern. God does. He does. He don't lie against himself. OK, he won't lie against himself. So it's better to say, OK, I hear God saying this and go to somebody you trust. If you feel like people are going to shame it or butt bash it, they're not for you, go to somebody 
that, that, that you know that have a pure heart with God and not there to judge you. you. You catch what I'm saying? And they can give you a balanced answer about what you're hearing. And if they are really from God, they'll, they, they, can, they know you. They, they know that, hey, you know what? That's, God is going to that. Or, you know, uh, I hear what you're saying, but consider this. Uh, that, that will give you freedom to know that you're not by yourself. Okay? And you're going through the right checks and balances of what God is saying. But, but be careful of, of, of people who have their own revelation. And, and they don't want nobody, you know, God told me to don't tell nobody. Uh, no, uh, no, 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 you, you can tell somebody <laughs> because if you, you allow that energy that, of that spirit that now that's hold, you're holding you, and you're deflecting the body to go do what the body's supposed to do. Why would you reject the body to go do what the body called to do? So anyway. Amen. Yep. Yep. Jesus opened discipleship process. Yep. Yep. It does. It goes against the open discipleship process. Yep. Yep. Anything else? Were y'all blessed tonight? I know. I, I, hallelujah. Anybody else before we pray? As we go into the spirit of discernment, I, I want you to really just allow God to deal with the things, the, what, what it takes. The Bible says the pure in heart shall see the Lord. The what? The pure in heart shall what? Okay, so the seeing is not from these eyes. <laughs> see, see, the, the pure in heart shall see the Lord, it, not from these natural eyes. They can see, they can sense, they have discernment. Because why? They've learned to unction their heart to keep it in a pure state. All right? The Bible says out of the heart flows the issues of life. And when people have issues they don't, and, and haven't checked their heart and they try to revelate and prophesy and do all that stuff, they don't realize that they, 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 they are allowing the adversary to use those avenues to bend their words. And because your emotion and because when you're mad at something, there's energy that comes behind it. There's a it, it's, it's provoked out of you. And your mind is your mind doesn't calculate. It doesn't filter right. OK, I mean, you haven't been mad and you just didn't think right. Yeah, you just went, boo! You just went off. And you ask yourself, how did I get there? Because what happened, okay, let me teach y'all real quick. What happens is when you are provoked into something, it's kind of like faith. Because, see, faith, your belief drives the spirit of God to come and meet you with that empowerment. It's the same thing in anger. You provoke a spirit to meet you with, because the drive, you didn't stop the driver. You, 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 it's gonna meet your word. All right, we, we'll talk about this more. <laughs> you don't know what spirit you're up. 
So every day, God, help me to flow from the right spirit. Help me flow from your spirit. A pure in heart will always give you a pure spirit. Can y'all stand to your feet? That don't mean you're the devil. Peter and James, John, he told them they had a deal. He even called Peter the devil. He wasn't calling. He was calling the person of the devil that was with him. So one minute, I, I just need to keep my heart pure. What that starts with is being merciful. Saints, I, I want y'all to hear me. A lot of things that we are in rebellion of is because of things that have happened to us. And God teaches us how to be merciful. Say, be merciful if I am merciful to you. Have mercy on them as I give you mercy. When you understand that God is true and every man a liar, you realize that the, uh, there are things, when I see God, I can't entrust in people on that level anyway. They, they don't have the capacity to give me those elements without God. So, so I can be more merciful to you because it's, it was impossible for you to have that without knowing what I know now. Are you hear what I'm saying? So it's easier to forgive because you work with, with it. Whoever, whoever, when there's hurt, abuse, misuse, neglect, whatever, whatever you've been working with, you couldn't have gotten it right because you didn't have what Christ was trying to bring. How can they hear without a preacher? As you go through these words, you will become the preacher that somebody needs to hear. That they can start walking in the truth. The life. Uh, so you can have, they can have life. Let me pray for you. Father, we thank you. Hallelujah. We thank you tonight, God. We give you the praise, honor, and glory. Draw us near, God. Draw us near, God. We give you all the praise. We thank you for your grace and mercy. Lord, we even ask for forgiveness for every word that was not birthed out of you. Forgive us, God. Forgive our words, God. Forgive us, Jesus. And tonight, God, we desire to speak from your love, speak from your spirit, speak, speak from mercy and grace. Lord, daily we ask the joy to give us the words to say, the life to live, the strength to produce in us, God, what you, that hope in that future. Father, we thank you for your grace and mercy. Without your strength, God, we have nothing. So I'd rather boast in my weakness knowing that your strength and your grace is sufficient. Your grace is sufficient in our weakness, God. For somebody who has weakness, his grace is sufficient in your weakness. God, help us to know that your grace is sufficient in our weakness. You are our sufficiency. And Father, we thank you for the spirit of this sermon tonight. That we will know your heart, know your mind, know your intentions, know your will, know your way. For your ways are not our ways and your thoughts are not our thoughts. So Father, I thank you for the spirit of discernment.
Lord, I pray activation upon your people's minds tonight. Activation in your people's hearts tonight. Lord, let us be activated tonight. That we may know and perceive that which you have called from the beginning. Let it be so. And Lord, wherever we've drawn back, we will take a step forward tonight. Lord, I pray. I pray that whatever anyone's dealing with tonight, that you are that answer tonight. We make you that answer tonight. We came in to know that you are the answer to our life tonight. So we lift our hands and give it to you. And we give you the praise. We give you the honor, God, and we give you the glory. You are good, God. You've never left us nor forsaken us. And your word is truth. Your word is truth, God. Help us to abide in that truth, abide in that love, God. You say, stay in my love daily. And God, help us to stay, to stay longer, long enough to respond. We give you the praise, honor, and glory. Father, I pray deliverance in every one of your souls tonight. I pray freedom that every bondage is broken. For your word is a lamp and a light into our path. Lead and guide us continually. We thank you for that grace, that ability to do what you call us to do. We give you all the praise, honor, and glory. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Can you give God a hand offering? Amen. If you have any offering, you can give it online or you can give it here. I thank God for you. Do not miss Sunday. We're going to have a powerful time um, in the Lord. And, and I'm, we're teaching on um, love management. So do not miss that. And um, we, I'll see you all. Sunday. I love you. Have a great night. God bless you.